Survivor Series! And welcome to episode number 34 of Beef Sticks Podcast, brought to you by the hottest entertainment company of all time, Cloud Style Broadcasting. Woo! Wow! Cloud styling it up. Cloud Style put on a hell of a concert last Saturday, I tell you what. Holy shit. Performed for 45 minutes on stage. All of our old hype-ass shit. I couldn't move for two days afterwards. I didn't lose my voice, which I thought I was going to, but I could not fucking... It, everything hurt. I fucked myself I believe up. it. I believe it. But that's okay, Been too man. Long. Okay. Just put it all out there. Put it all on the stage. Leave it all there. Oh, yeah. It was good, too. I didn't practice a, a lick. Nothing. Didn't practice one song. And I didn't Enough. fuck my verse up at all, which was phenomenal. I was worried most of the night. I actually stopped drinking phenomenal. because I'm like, I'm going to fuck up all my lyrics. <laughs> I'm going to forget my shit. <laughs> no, I was really bummed I wasn't able to make it, but y'all y'all kicked ass with her without me there. I know it. I know it, baby. Yeah, you should have been there. There'll be no excuse for the next one. Uh, I can find a thousand and one excuses, low. <laughs> uh, so, folks, you might notice this is a different day than we normally do. We got a lot of shit going on in our personal lives. Plus, this is a big weekend. We got war games. This could be this could be one of NXT's greatest takeovers ever. Could be on paper. It, it looks could really be one good. of the worst. <laughs> it could. I'll, I mean, it could be anything in between. And Survivor Series, which uh, three weeks ago was looking to be a shit show, looks like it's going to be one of the best Survivor Series ever, possibly. So um, so we're giving you a special show Saturday night here, right before NXT War Game. We're going to try to be done around the time War Game starts, maybe a, maybe a little bit after War Game starts. Um, so if you're listening to us live, you know, bear with us or come back to us. I mean, it's, it's going to be... It's going to be in the archives. It's going to be uploaded. It's going to be streaming. You can always find us on your YouTube, Spreaker.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play Music. Actually, I learned something last week. If you search Beef Sticks Podcast in your Facebook search bar, not only does it bring up our page, but it shows episodes that are on Stitcher Radio. I didn't click on them. Oh, nice. It leads me to believe you can listen to the podcast right from the safety of your Facebook that's kind of cool. I never, yeah. I never knew. I just never knew. I had no idea. That's kind of awesome. Wow. The things you learn. The, the things that you, you can know. The more I know. We needed one of those shooting stars. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to get that graphic. Right? The the NBC yep. graphic. Yep. Uh, so it is going to be a short one, like we said. There's not a whole lot of news to go over. We want to touch on uh, a couple things. Um, the first thing I want to touch on is something that somehow we missed from last week. And I don't know how we missed it from last week, but we missed it from last week. And that is the changing of Puff Daddy's name. For the 45th um, his time. New- 45th. We counted them. There's 45. <laughs> The new name he's going by now is Brother Love, which many of you wrestling 
fans will probably remember, was a manager from the 80s in WWF. He was a a Southern church preacher, the white suit, bright red uh, face. Face. In fact, (laughs) if you watched, if you watched, um, what are you laughing at? He's like Brock Lesnar mid-match. That's what he looked like. But he looked like that all the time. It was the most ridiculous Um, shit. And if you if you watch the Halloween episode of SmackDown, you will see that um, was it Kofi Kingston dressed up as Brother Love? Yeah, I want to say it was Kofi Kingston. Yep. Um, so uh, kind of a weird Xavier name to was pick. Jimmy Hart. Kind of pathetic. But we we that got us thinking here at Beefsticks Podcast. What all names has Puff Daddy gone by? So we did some research, folks. We did some research. Now, Puff, the, the man was born in 1969, and at that time, his name was Sean John Combs. But uh, Pasty, didn't uh, didn't back in the 50s, didn't he go by a different name? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was uh, Doo-Wa Diddy. Doo-Wa Diddy, back in Do-wa the 50s. Diddy. In about uh, this 56... I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Before his mother gave birth to him and named him, uh, he went by Dua Diddy. Shortly after his birth, he went by Diddy Dum Diddy Doo, <laughs> which uh, I, I feel was a continuation on the 50s uh, Dua Diddy. Right. It was his first evolution. That was it. So when he was in high school, apparently he went. There by he the name was Puff. just walking down the street. Right. <laughs> uh, in high school, he started going by Puff. Just it had nothing to do with weed smoking. It happened to be his favorite magic dragon. Right. Basically. Um, 1997, he started a label called Bad Boy Records, and he went by the name Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. Shortly after that, he started a clothing company in which he started going by his name, which was his first, his legal first and middle name, Sean John. 99, he didn't want to be no daddy, and he changed it to Puffy. 2001, he didn't want to be no Puffy, so he changed it to P. Diddy. 2002, he changed it to Papa Diddy Pop. Uh, which I believe he got from Bill Cosby. I think Bill Cosby gave him, you know, with the papa did the pop. I, I think that's where uh, that's where he got it. Um, during this time, he had a he had a run in a uh, in a video game franchise, ain't it? Yeah, actually, I think this was a precursor. I think it was the the trial run, but he was uh, had a starring role as Donkey Kong sidekick in the SNES Classics Donkey Kong Country as Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong, baby! Diddy Kong. Very little known fact, that Diddy, your Puff Daddy, was actually Diddy Kong. He did the mocap for a lot of, it. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't <laughs> know that. He still has the peanut gun to this day. Um... There was a moment in time that he hung out with uh, R. Kelly and did some albums with R. Kelly, and he changed it from Diddy or from Puffy, and he started calling himself Pissy. <laughs> Let's not us forget the Pissy phase. 
2005, it was Diddy. So it went from pissy to Diddy. 2008, King Combs. I feel like he took his, uh, he felt like, I'm no longer Diddy Kong. I'm no longer the sidekick to Donkey Kong. I am the King Kong. <laughs> right. So call me King Combs. I um I remember him. He he went on a date with Beyonce at the top of the Empire State Building. It was a big deal. It was right. on a, it was on MTV. This name didn't last live long, as he was shit. shortly thereafter sued by the comb-making company King. Yes, yes, King and that that Holmes. changed it. So then he decided he wanted to go old school, and he no longer did that, and he wanted to be called Pterodactyl Populus. <laughs> Pterodactyl Populus. <laughs> and uh, shortly after Pterodactyl Populus, he changed his name to Swag. S-W-A-G Swag. That was in Swag. 2011. And uh, did he have any other names between then and Brother Love? Well, he had his group, Diddy Dirty Money. Diddy Dirty Money. And Diddy did he dirty money? I don't know. I heard Diddy did it. I don't know. Did Diddy do it? Shortly thereafter, he changed his name to Diddy didn't do it. Yes. Because <laughs> he because he because of all the rumors that were circulating about him and R. Kelly and their dirty it money. It came out that yes, and it said nope, Diddy didn't do it. Told you we had to clean these bills. We had to launder them, not piss on them, Kells. Right, um, he uh, he went into the underground, um, the underground video making business and started calling himself Snuff Daddy. <laughs> but um, he found out quickly that those videos uh, do not sell very well. The best part um, is, is if you Google so that he... one, I'm pretty sure it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is. Is how many people listening to this? I wonder, know which names are real and which ones are made up. Because you'd be kind of surprised. <laughs> you would be. Um, you may be surprised at which ones we actually didn't make up in our real names of the man known as Sean John Combs. Because <laughs> some of them are made up, some of them aren't. <laughs> only, only true bad boy fans know for sure. Which leaves me out of the fucking equation. Then he got nostalgic and changed his name to Poof Duddy. <laughs> Poof Duddy. <laughs> oh. I heard, uh, so moving on to some news. news. Are, we, are we done with the PD? I think we can be. We I can, don't know. We'll bring it back. <laughs> this will be a new segment on B6 <laughs> Podcast. The many bring names of back. Sean Combs. Bring that puff back. Do uh diddy. Um any man with two fists can be future endeavored by WWE. <laughs> we learned that this week. After being right? beat up by women for weeks. What a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm so pissed this that why couldn't this happen next week when we don't have a pay-per-view to really talk about? You know? This this could be a whole right. thing. This could. I mean, Chris Jericho stepped up to bat for the guy. You know they signed him originally to a five-year contract? He didn't even make it a year? What, they renegotiated or what? What? No, he was originally signed for five years. And Chris Jericho is the one who, who went out there and said, Dude, you see him, you hear them, he's good at what he does, 
we need to sign him. Well, I'm saying if he was if he was signed for five years, how come? I mean, why is his contract up now? Did they because did they renegotiate it a while ago shit. or what? They can cut that shit. They probably gave him a good severance cut. But it's their company. I'd have to look into that. I've never you heard he had a five-year contract. You just can't leave while you're under contract. I heard. Uh, I'm sure it's I in their contract. I, well, they, no, they can't. They can't fire you. They can buy you out, but then they'd pay you what's owed. I know when he first got signed, I had heard it was a one-year contract. I've never heard anything about a five-year contract. What I what's just your heard? sources on them? Um. Either way, he's no America's or er, er, the world's second favorite wrestling youtube channel wrestle talk that's what it was um and you know this was another thing i actually was going to talk about last week and people might oh you're just saying it now i was going to but it don't matter but with him uh wrestling women and losing i figured the, and i knew his contract was coming up or at least everybody said it was so i i assumed the writing was on the wall and he was leaving um, I don't know why they didn't just pay him uh, an appearance pay to show up to the, I mean, to show up at Survivor Series. Why he wouldn't come out there with Carmella. Yeah. That's kind of surprising. And then have like an angle where she does something like maybe he, he screws her up in the Survivor she, Series match and makes her, you she, know. like Wasn't it two weeks ago? She like outcast him while in the ring and then he started getting beat up by yeah. women. And then he was fired. That was yeah, how they wrote him out of the story. Right. I know. I just don't know why you wouldn't hold him off for just to get. Well, I mean, he, he was let go after. He was let go strictly you know, for the fact that they need to make budget cuts because they had story after, plans um, for him all, all the way out through WrestleMania. So yeah, I just don't understand why you wouldn't just even if his contract's up, you can pay him appearance pay. You know, like you right. get he probably you know, five hundred dollars to appear. <laughs> and probably so i that, that's why I, so I, I don't i don't understand why they wouldn't have just held on to him through this pay-per-view i mean I, I feel like it'd be worth the money but maybe not i don't know it's james um i i was over i was done with him i know pasty you were big on him and other people were big on him i was done with him after the second third week i don't know if they wouldn't have um, stuck him he had, in a women's division and kept him there <laughs> It could have been okay. I think they're. I wanted to see him yeah, go to their biggest problem life, was turning him somewhere heel. where he might actually win a match once. Well, I mean, he yeah, did. When beat, they turned him a heel, I think is what he did beat AJ with. Styles a couple times. He beat AJ Styles, man. Yeah. Turning him heel really screwed everything. They should never have done that. He was uh, he was the underdog, and the underdog just can't be the heel. It right. just doesn't work. No. That's why they had to move Enzo to 205, because if he's going to turn heel, he has to do it with other people his size. Um, one thing that made me laugh, I heard somebody talking about it, and they said, Enzo is like Rudy. And I didn't know exactly what they were talking about. And the first thing I thought, I watched Bob's Burger. I was like, regular size Rudy. Yeah, he is kind of like regular size Rudy. <laughs> And a little bit later, they were like, I mean, he is a small guy. And I said to myself, uh-uh, he's regular sized. Um, but then I realized after he was talking, he's talking about that stupid football movie, Rudy, that no yeah. at least I don't like. Yeah. I wasn't a big and I don't fan. I was like, oh, it's Samwise from Lord of the Rings. What I the fuck is this either. shit? Where oh, Schmeagle. 
Yeah, where's Schmeagol? Schmeagol and Schmeesh Mysteries. The 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 the, the, the what do you call it? The, the not the Schmens, not the Adventures. What was it? Uh, the oh god, Smith. Smith's Adventures. Yeah, there we go. The Smith's Smith, Adventures. Yeah, the Schmitz, of Schmitz Adventures of Schmeagle and and Schmeesh Mysteries. Uh, do we have anything more to say about Ellsworth before we move on? Um, he's gonna do just fine, especially now. He'll actually go out there and fight in matches where he can do stuff. He'll lose, but he'll get paid well. Like it or not, he's a star. Yeah. I hear people say that, and I, I don't disagree with that, but I think it's going to be really short-lived. I don't Honestly, think he's going to be a guy my who's able to live off of He's going to be gone for a few months. He's going to come back ripped and swole and veins bulging, and Vince is going to sign him and make him <laughs> WWE champion. Jinder Mahal all over again. <laughs> yeah, only this time it'll actually sell tickets because James Ellsworth like that would be amazing. It would be a, quite the transformation. Then again, so was Jinder. That was quite the transformation. He gets a chin implant. <laughs> a chin implant. Oh, and I had one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Um, it seems like um, your favorite announcer, Pasty White, David Otunga. Yeah. I know he's your guy. He is. Um, is him. getting divorced. Um, Jennifer Hudson, not to be confused with Kate Hudson... Apparently, called him out as a cheater. He was cheating, I guess. Him and common. Him and fucking Bray Wyatt were high fiving Joe over JoJo. I would have. <laughs> I would have. Well, I don't have much to say about it. Other than that, I just wanted to bring it up because it's something. It's news, and it not only you know is into it. It affects wrestling and it affects. Uh, people that, that aren't in wrestling, but know uh, Kate Hudson. Which, Congratulations, you know, all David Otunga. You've just been spotlighted on the Beef Sticks podcast. The world's about to change for Woo, you, my that's, friend. That's the biggest thing that's ever happened to this bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Otunga. This I, is the second best thing since I was on I Love New York. <laughs> I don't know why I gave him a hillbilly accent. The guy went to Harvard. He has a Harvard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why I turned him into a hillbilly all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's all I have on that. Do we want to get into um, some shows coming up? Sure. Fucking sure. why not? So here in, uh, holy shit, in 20 minutes, folks. We'll try to get most of this in here in 20 minutes. I bet we can do pretty decent. There's only five matches. Tonight, as we're recording, 20 minutes from right now, NXT TakeOver War Games. Um, we still haven't got a lot of information about how it's actually going to be done. Some of the things we know are going to be different. Obviously, it's three teams of three, which it always used to be like two teams of five or two teams of six. It's nine uh, but teams it sounds of like twelve. Didn't I, I think when I read the rules, isn't it that each team starts out with one person in there at a time, and then after the two-minute mark, both people from the other team come in or something like that? I, I don't know. It was kind of confusing when I read the rules. Um, 
Do we, we have know yet if there's going Cole? to be two rings? I have not heard any confirmation on there being two rings, which you think would be something they would promote because it's something very it's something very different for WWE. I don't know if it's anything WWE slash F has ever done. So you'd think they would talk it up. We do know that they have said there is not going to be a top on the cage, which doesn't really affect it a whole lot um, because, I mean, we see hell in the cells that people get out of the cage. So I guess... To me, they're not being a lid on there as one. I mean, if they have two rings and don't have a lid, I'll be happier than if they had a lid and one ring. Because then it's just hell in a fucking cell anyways, right? Right. Um, Wrestling not, yeah, not says sure. it's a two-ring main event. And where did they get there? Where, where did they cite their source? I, I'm getting there. I'm just reading the... the... You, well, you would hope by now. I, mean, I was reading the Google. In the seat. I was reading the Google. Right. <laughs> You would think by now there's people in the seats. People know. The question is, is there two rings sitting there all night? Or do they drop a ring yes, down? Yes. No. No. They, is it you locked can't inside drop of a shark cage to, until the match? You have to put, uh, yeah, yeah. They have a shark cage around it first. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They're in shark cages around the, the ring, huh? No, not even around about... the ring. They're up by the entrance way. Okay. See, that's different, too. Um, I guess, though, I guess... With there not being a lid on it, you got to stop them from getting in somehow, I guess, right? Instead of putting two lids on cages, let's have three shark cages ringside. <laughs> they invested a lot in these fucking shark cages. They really did. For I didn't realize they bought that many of them. Up until now, it's only been one at a time. Right? What was that match? Uh, Enzo, wasn't it? Yeah, Enzo in the shark cage. Ever since that, they've been throwing them shark cages around like crazy. Chris Jericho was we the shark cage shark first. Cage we have him. No, it was NXT had the shark yeah, cage NXT first. Yeah, NXT had the, yep. And then, and then Jericho, and then Enzo. Was there right. one more? Oh, yeah, was it Paul Ellering? No, it wasn't Paul Ellering. Who the fuck was in there in NXT? It was Paul Ellering, because it was, was it the Paul Authors of Pain versus DIY. Okay, I think you're right. Yep. Oh... With the weird contraption on the ringside. I wish they still had that. That'd be great. Yeah, well, they need to be hanging these shark cages ringside. They can't just be sitting on the ground. Otherwise, it's just an elimination chamber. Right. We need them fuckers in the air, and they gotta jump out of them through the open roof. That's why there's no, that's why there's no ceiling on it. That's why there's no roof. They're gonna have the shark cages elevated, and they have to dive out of them. Just wait to see the fucking AOP do that. Shark cages <laughs> suspended by steel cables attached to an army of drones flying around the <laughs> ring. Damn right. <laughs> What the fuck was I watching? Um, How many more shark cages do you think they have? They probably bought a whole bunch, man, just in case one malfunctioned. They got they got a warehouse full of shark cages. We gotta start cutting wrestlers so that we can build more shark cages, <laughs> damn it. There's not enough Never shark cages for every wrestler. <laughs> yeah. We need a one-to-one -one ratio. Just in case. Um, 
wonder, yeah, I wonder, are two people in one shark cage? or Because that's not going to work for the Authors of Pain. They have no. to have one of the Authors of Pain in first. I still feel like one of the Authors Roddy... of Pain, if, if it's sitting on the ground, he's going to somehow rock it and knock it over, and the door is going to come open, and he's going to get out early. <laughs> I don't know. So let's, let's, let's go down the list now. We've been talking about that for quite a bit, but that's okay. We'll get to it. The um, According to WWE, this is straight off of their site. This is the order I'm going in. We have Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan. I thought about it today. There's three. Did we talk about this before or not? There's three KOs in WWE right now. Three KOs. I just know about the two. Three KOs. There's Cassius Ono, there's Kevin Owens, and there's Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, shit. There are three KOs in WWE right now. You don't see that a lot. Do you like, think they're like going to form a stable called 3KO? They, they, they could. <laughs> KKK, oh, oh, oh. You know, Kevin Owens is, or, or Randy Orton's a KO, too. He's an RKO, you damn right. Just get the Randall out of there and you got a Keith Orton. He's going to change his name. like My Diddy. sister. <laughs> that blew my sister's mind one time. She's like, I don't understand why they call it RKO. I was like, that's his initials. She's like, really? I was like, yeah, Randall Keith Orton. Ever since then, she's just, every time they say RKO, she's like, Baba, RKO! I, like, I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I get it. Randall Keith Orton. It was also an old-timey uh, um, radio and then movie production company we, we get it <laughs> it's funny though it's amusing uh cassius ono lars sullivan um i don't agree with what i have written down <laughs> i just noticed that i put this all together earlier today while i was um watching my son play mortal Kombat x and doing a whole bunch of brutalities i love them brutalities them things are awesome Oh, what's your take on this one, Pasty? Have you no. been watching NXT lately or not no. really? No, I pretty much save it for the uh, takeovers. takeovers. Yeah. Actually, know. from last takeover till this one, I think I've caught every takeover for, or every NXT from last takeover to this one, and I'm going to really try to keep it up. I was counting on Adam Cole to drag me back into it because I used to watch it weekly, and then I stopped. Adam Cole hasn't been putting on his his matches, man. No. This is definitely not your your parents' NXT kids. This is a different brand of NXT here, baby. I'm getting weaker. This is not your um. This is not your Seth Rollins, Corey Graves, Neville. Um. Kind of um, NXT Ascension. Folks, look at the Ascension now, and if they've never seen them in NXT, they don't even get it. Right. That's besides the fact. Where, where are we at on this one, local? I don't like Kesha Sono, so I'm saying uh, 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 Lars Sullivan for the win. I don't even really know who he is. I'm I am actually I'm I'm the opposite of you. I'm a big Kesha Sono fan, even though he hasn't impressed on on NXT yet either. Um, not a big Lars Sullivan fan, but they really seem to be pushing him, and I believe he's undefeated up till now. So I don't see him losing in the opening match at NXT TakeOver to Cassius Ono. 
I mean, even if this isn't the opening match, I, I don't think this is a big enough match for Lars Sullivan to lose. And if they are doing something with him, I mean, they made it work for Asuka. Make it work for him. Make his first loss mean something. So we both got Lars. Yeah. If it isn't Lars and his wonderful jars. Remember that? Yes. My favorite um, Futurama movie. <laughs> Next is uh, the match that I think Pasty and I are both really looking forward to. Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You know, in this one, I don't even care who wins. But um, for the sake of going against your grain... I'm going to say the Velveteen Dream. I kind of think we said, I think we said that last week. It doesn't matter who wins because the fans are going to be the ones that win. Yeah, it's going to be a good match. Or it's going to suck. And we're going to say, oh, I guess we were wrong. But it's a takeover and you know they've been working on the shit, so it'll be good. I just noticed as I'm writing this in here, Velveteen Dream's uh, initials is venereal disease. (laughs) (laughs) gonna give Alistair Black the old VD Um, he should have a finishing move called the clap (laughs) that's generic enough they could get away with it (laughs) I mean how they still to this day they still let John Cena use the five knuckle shuffle I still can't believe how that that's one of the dirtiest named moves Worse than the FU or the STFU, I think. And they still let him use that. It's like, <laughs> my gosh. I can't, I don't get that one. They wouldn't even let uh they wouldn't even let Christian call his move the kill switch. Whatever. On to the women's championship fatal four-way. This is this is for extremely, extremely Gifted women. We got Kyrie Sane versus Ember Moon versus Peyton Royce versus Nikki Cross. I'm not going to dwell on this a whole lot because we went over this last week, and and they I don't care who wins this one so much because they kind of all deserve it. Kyrie Kyrie Sane maybe not so much, but Ember Moon could have it. but I definitely think Nikki Cross is going to walk away with it. I think she deserves it, and I think they need to start making something of sanity. All right. I thought that was different than what you said last week. Not that we can't change from last week, but I thought you and I both agreed. I'm going with Ember Moon on this one. I think um, with Asuka, they just, she was at the, at the wrong place at the wrong time. They just... Right. She had to be undefeated, so Ember Moon couldn't beat her all those times. Now that now that Asuka's out of the picture, I think Ember Moon has to have it. Even if it's not long, I think Ember Moon gets it. Um, and a Fatal 4-Way is a good way of, you know, you could really have all four women look really good here. Oh, yeah. I think so. All right. The, the, the titular match of the evening... Took me a while to come up with that. The titular match of the evening. War Games, baby! We have Sanity, which is going to be Eric Young, um, Killian Deathray, and um, 
and 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 uh, Wolf. Um, why can't I think of his Alexander Wolf versus the Undisputed Era, which is um, Red Dragon, otherwise known as Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, with Adam Cole versus Akum and Razor, the authors of Pain, wrestling alongside Roddy Strong. So if, if they're going with traditional survivor or not survivors, if they're going with traditional war games rules, first pinfall or submission will win. It's not an elimination style, similar to, to Survivor Series. It's not like that. First pinfall or submission wins it. Where I think we were both on the same page with this one, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think the Undisputed Era pretty much has to win it. Uh, others and of Roderick Strong could win, but they're not going to stay on the same page. And Sanity's just there for fluff. And, you know, they... I know they've been teasing the Roderick Strong Undisputed Era stuff enough that they're, they're almost teasing it so much you think it won't happen. <clears throat> uh, oh, I will take back what I said earlier. I did not watch the NXT leading up to this week which I really should have done. I so I don't know did. if they did anything more with them. <clears throat> I really wanted to, and somehow it, it got off my my plans. Uh, but uh, I think I think Roderick Strong is joining the Undisputed Era. I hope he does. I know that screws up their CFO moniker. <laughs> but I'm going with Undisputed Era. And I really, I really think Roderick, if he doesn't turn, if he doesn't, help him in this match which there's been some uh, historical turns in NXT takeovers don't forget Sting walked out of WCW during the height of the NWO during the war games I, I, I meant war games I said takeover uh, <laughs> war games so um, they, they, this could be a turning point if he doesn't do it here I think he does it in the next couple weeks though Obviously, there's been no tapings yet, so I don't even know if there's spoilers. But, yeah, I'll say Undisputed Era also. Ha! I just realized that their initials is UA, urine analysis. <laughs> so you have to take a UA to discover if you got the VD. What are people doing, man? Vince just sits around and comes up with his shit and giggles. You know what we could call him? Oh, no, it's Era, not A. It's UA or UE. I put an A. UE is better. I'm the dirty one. It was all me. <laughs> all me. Sorry, Vince. I have to apologize. Well, and your UAs aren't the, as dirty as mine. You don't know what kind of VDs I got. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a difference. Well, if you got a mic, and them, the Coopy Gracie of of uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Anything you got, I got. We have the NXT Championship match, Drew McIntyre taking on Andrade Cien Almos. He's 100, baby. He's 100. I was watching an old pay-per-view with my son. Drew McIntyre was on there, and Mitch was like, who's that? I said, that's the current NXT champion. And that just kind of felt weird. So... I had quit watching wrestling between 2003 and about 2009-ish. So there's about six years I didn't... Well, I didn't watch WWE. Uh, during that time, I was watching Ring of Honor and TNA, along with a few other things here and there, Shimmer a lot. 
but I, I wasn't really watching during that time. So my son, Phantom, wanted to watch some old wrestling stuff, but not too old. So he wanted to do it in the 2000s. We found one. I don't remember what year it was, but it was that stupid match. Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon versus Shawn Michaels and God. <laughs> and it was just as hard. I, I didn't even get that far in the match. We got like five minutes into the match and then we did. Then I think he wanted to watch more or play Mortal Kombat. But just the whole thing leading up to it was just so awful. I, love I was sitting there, I think about three times I told my son, I was like, this is why I wasn't watching WWF back then. Stupid shit like this. I love it. I love it. Vince made God come down to James Brown and stuff like that. <laughs> and then and then Shawn Michaels and, and Vince McMahon are wrestling up on the um, up on the stage, you know, like towards the entryway. And they had a spotlight on him. And I couldn't tell if God was jumping in to help Shawn Michaels or if it was just a spotlight showing the action. I didn't know because God was represented as a spotlight. So it's like, is God jumping in? Explain something. Come on, announcers, do your job. <laughs> Stupid. All that to say, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Andrade Cien Alves. You know, I gotta go with my boy Andrade. He deserves it, and he'd be a good champion, and he's impressive. They've really pushed his story, you know. They, the whole thing was he could never win anything big because he was out partying and didn't pay attention and wasn't taking care of himself, and and now he's got his gal with him, and she's got him on the right track. This would be a great place for him to take the championship. I just I think Drew holds on to it. I don't think this is the place for Drew to lose it yet. Like I said, I think Drew loses it and gets hauled up because now they can put three man band back together and make them a legitimate stable. They could. So let's see. We actually have we only have one match that we agree on. So it'll be it'll be interesting, Pasty. We both think Lars Sullivan is winning the um, Cassius versus Lars. Otherwise, every other one. We differ. So that, that, that'll that make things interesting, look. Yeah. It'll be fun yeah, to see. Well, we, both um, got, we both got the Undisputed Era as well. Oh, yeah. Yep, you're right. You're right. I just you, wrote different just letters. Just so me. CFO dollars. It's just me. Um, hey, there you go. We got your NXT War Games predictions in before War Games. You now have time to turn on the network get ready and, and start to watch it. So anybody that was looking forward to watching that, we, we got it in just in time. In fact, you have three minutes left to funky around. So that's good. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. Does that mean it took us almost an hour to, to do all of this shit? There's <laughs> only two segments. <coughs> that Diddy done it segment took a while, but it was worth it. It was worth it. So before we get into who's on Survivor Series, I thought it was poignant to pick out some folks who aren't on Survivor Series, or at least not scheduled in a match currently. Uh, I got a list of 10. Does it end? You know what? There's a two-hour kickoff show, and we've only got one kickoff match, so you have to assume there's going to be another kickoff show or another kickoff match put in there. And then there's only seven matches for a four-hour pay-per-view, and I know they got two um, Survivor Series matches and they take longer, 
But I still see them adding one or two matches to Survivor Series. So some of these folks may make their way there. But as of now, as of uh, probably a couple hours before we started recording, this is what we got. First missing from Survivor Series, um, the biggest name I would say is Jinder Mahal. He was just champion as of a week, less than a week ago. A week ago. Yeah, one week ago. Week and a half. Whatever. And he does not have a match scheduled for Survivor Series. Uh, what are we... Uh, what are we going to do with uh, Gender Pasty? Are we going to see him? Are we not going to see him? I don't do think give there's a any shit? reason to see him. Fuck him. Okay. I think, I think there's a good chance that he could interfere in the Man, Brock Lesnar-AJ Styles match, and that would give them a good reason to not let either champion lose. Or to have AJ lose, but lose due to, like, distraction or something like that, you know? Yeah. Have AJ lose, but save I face. I don't want to see an ending like that. AJ can lose. I don't want. I don't want to either. Him. I don't want to either. And AJ can win, and it doesn't hurt Brock in any way with no titles being on the line. Right. And it's no, a one-time only thing, so Heyman could come out with all kinds of excuses as a why oh, Brock yeah. Lesnar's head wasn't in the game for the match, and or he could just say Brock didn't care. He's like, it had nothing to do with There's nothing on the line, no titles. We don't care about Raw versus... He's already said he doesn't care about Raw versus SmackDown. So he could say, I told him just to put in minimal effort and don't put your all into it. Save it for a real match where your title's on the line. I don't think... As many people as he's destroyed, I don't think losing to, to AJ would hurt him. But yeah, Jinder Mahal is not on there. We, we could or could not see him. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are not on the show. This is interesting with them being sent home from the European tour, whether that's uh, work or shoot. They did get sent home from that. And now Kevin Owens has been replaced on the India tour with Triple H. So Kevin Owens not going to the India tour. So there's, there's something there is something going on with Kevin Owens, whether it's what people said it was or not. Um, India Tour is a big deal also, and he's replaced by Triple H now, because it was supposed to be Kevin Owens versus Jinder Mahal. Now it's Triple H versus Jinder Mahal. Do you think we see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at Survivor Series? Do you think they have a match? Do you think they? Uh, do you think we see them at all? Um, I think we'll see them. I think we definitely will. I think I think all no, of it might this. be because you know what Kevin Owens left the uh, the other tour for. Maybe maybe they're still lingering. Could be he left that South America on. tour for family issues. Yeah, so maybe there's still stuff going on, and he's gotta take care of it. Uh, who knows? It's possible. He's a pretty private man, so that's very possible. But he's always been a company guy. You know what I mean? So I don't really see him. Well. And them to See, he's always been so a company much. guy in WWE. But if you've ever heard Jim Cornette, even he was saying this before Kevin Owens even went to WWE. He was saying this while he was still in um, Ring of Honor. Cornette had a lot of problems with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn both. With their attitude, with, um, with doing what they were told, with a lot of things. Taking 
that's Jim Cornette's side. Kevin Owens has said the opposite. He said, I've always been willing to do whatever he wanted to, but he just didn't like me. Take that for what it is. But we do have, I mean, we do have history of Kevin Owens upsetting the boss in an organization. From what I can tell, from everything I've heard, never in WWE yet. He seems to have been, in fact, from what I hear, when he first uh, started doing audition you think tapes it's for NXT Zane's after he was hired. Do you think, because we all know how Sami Zayn is backstage and how he doesn't really make too many friends. You know, as soon as they teamed up, this is when all this shit started happening. So maybe Sami Zayn's like, no, fuck this shit. They put me with you, we're going to get over, we got to get over. It, it could be a case of you get two guys together and they're no longer, you know, we've all been, been I, I don't know, I mean, I guess nowadays you could still do that as an adult, but especially in school, sometimes there were two kids that by themselves were fine, but as soon as you put them in a classroom together, they just cause havoc. Um, it could be one of those things where they play off each other, you know what I mean? They, they, they build each other up and get each other worked up and get each other going. That's a good point. I didn't think about that, but it could be now that they're working together. I don't know. I it could be a number of things. And I the, think, the um, privacy around it leads me to believe its story. If it was just real life, you hear all the that. fuck about it. Yeah, I still don't believe that, but it's very, I mean, it is possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. I think it hurts Kevin Owen too much to be storyline, especially now that he's off to India tour also. I just don't see, unless they're going to give yeah, him both championships. Yeah, something's going on with his kid, or, or, you know, something along those lines. He's not going to want to be that far away from home in case something happens. Well, that could be, but then that wouldn't be storyline. That would be something outside of storyline. No, but I mean, this whole the, the whole thing, like they're doing this storyline-wise to help his life. But they're know. not doing anything storyline-wise. They didn't even talk about it on TV. They haven't mentioned anything about it. WWE what? hasn't, other than other than saying that they... I mean, they put out an official thing saying they were sent home from the tour, but that was WWE, not the... Not WWE, but that was WWE the company or whatever, but I don't know. Let's keep trucking. Let's keep trucking. You know what? I thought... I had something to talk about. Um, I I think we'll I think we will see them interfere in the five on five Survivor Series match. I could see that. Well, I don't know. See, almost all these people that I'm going to talk about could end up interfering, and it's there could be a lot of interference in here, and I don't want it to be. But I think we could see Owens and Zayn attack Shane McMahon during this With match. Triple H, man. Uh, That's a great it, thing that happened on Raw. <laughs> which thing? Triple H pedigreeing Jason Jordan and joining Team Raw. That's so stupid. It's amazing. So stupid. It's amazing. I mean, and then and Triple H is doing the, all and these tours just... and house shows and shit. He's been working to come back, and he'll be back through WrestleMania. Well, yeah, but they're just doing it for a yeah for a. Kurt Angle, a Kurt Angle Triple H match at WrestleMania. Who wants that? I think it. I don't. I think they should let Daniel Bryan fight one more match, and there's all the management in one match for the Supreme Ruler so, of WWE. Uh, so Daniel Bryan has come out now and said 
that there is a 85% chance that he will wrestle again. 85% chance that he will wrestle again. Uh, he said that every test he has has showed that his brain is healthier than most normal people's who've never had concussions. So there is zero head trauma on him right now. His brain is healed back to at least 100%, if not more. But he said of that 85% chance that he will wrestle again, there's only 20% chance that it would actually be for WWE. That is fucking... So... That's, that's... He's... The work. He did say... It's a work. There's a 20% chance. There's not much of a chance, but there's a chance he will come back at WWE. Vince ain't gonna let him wrestle He did say if he had his choice, it would be... If he had his choice, it would be WWE. He would stay in WWE if it was his choice. But he did say, since he's had his daughter, it feels like if he doesn't wrestle again, it's teaching her a bad example because it's teaching her... If you have a passion for something and you know you can do it, and somebody says you can't, then just give up. And right. that sounds very Daniel Bryan-ish right there. Yeah. So to him, he's like saying, if he doesn't wrestle again, it's a bad example on his daughter. I was like, wow. So that that's all. that You, you just brought up Daniel Bryan, and I just recently um, heard that interview, so I thought I'd, I'd mention that. I would love to see an um, unsanctioned so- Hell in a Cell match with Triple H, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon, and Daniel Bryan. I just want to see uh, Shane and, and Kurt, man. That's that's the money right there. Shane and Kurt. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's Shane and this. Trips. Or Kurt and Trips will be better. Oh, Shane and well, Trips will be better. When I, when I wrote this, I had Natalia down as not being on there. But WWE and Triple, uh, Triple H? No, WWE and uh, Kurt Angle have, have both stated that or not Kurt Angle, um, Daniel Bryan, as we were talking, have both stated that Natalia is the fifth person in the Women's Survivor Series match. So I can delete Natalia. She's not a name that's not on there. Kane, the big red machine. Um, Can we all just say it's November and we've had at least three rings destroyed in WWE, so we can go through the whole 2018 without them destroying another ring? Because it loses its it loses something when you do it every it was, time. It was still fun. I liked it. It was kind of dumb. It was fun. It was kind of dumb. But it until was, it was still fun. This last one, it's like, oh, we just seen this. I didn't even realize um, that they stayed away from that corner of the ring for the entire short match there was. Right. Because wasn't it just like a month and a half ago that they busted through the cage? Well, no, it was hell. Uh, no, it was a cage match on TV. Yeah. So it was probably like a month and a half ago. Yeah. So they just did that a month and a half ago. We really don't need to see it again. Uh, Kane, do you think we see? Do you think we see Governor Kane? Nah. Mayor Kane, may or may not. I don't think so either. I think that was a good way of writing him off and letting him uh, focus on his. He was there longer than I expected him to be when he came back. I thought he was going to be back for like one, one and a half weeks. Um, I think he's out for a while now to focus on his mayoral race. Bray Wyatt. Um, he's been promoted to a Jason Jordan jobber. Do we see Bray Wyatt on here? I mean, he's a main eventer, former world champion who no, just got beat by Jason no Jordan reason. this week. There's no reason for it. Jason Jordan's off the team, so... No. 
Unless it's an improper there was no reason for that match. That's just tossed. Yeah, there was no it. reason for that match. That was such a waste. A waste of Bray Wyatt. We're used to him losing the main event guys. Now he's losing right. to Jason Jordan. The ah. guy who can't even Speaking make of Jason. Right. And cried Speaking of it. Jason Jordan. That was After the worst he was promo replaced, I'd ever seen. He is not on the pay-per-view. I wanted to do this uh, with my dad. I know, right? What a whiny bitch. You know what? They're kind of... I What I took from that is they're planting heel seeds. Right. They're right. planting him, turning into the whiny heel. But I don't know what you do with that. Do you have him and Kurt at, at um, Royal Rumble then? Because you're not going to have him and Kurt at Mania because it's going to be Triple H and Kurt probably. Right. So I don't know. So, But Jason Jordan, he's not on here, and he was. Do you think he makes an appearance? Yeah. I honestly think the uh, the Survivor Series main event is going to have a lot more people in it than are on the teams because there's no disqualification. Or is there? No. There is disqualification. You can lose by disqualification. Huh. It is an elimination style. Well, in the past, that's what it's always been. Because people have been counted out during Survivor Series. People have had DQ, um, been disqualified during Survivor Series. Uh, when you got when you got nine people to get rid of, you got to have enough ways to get out. They can't all be schoolboy roll-ups, you know what I mean? Right. So they tend to leave their options open. WWE changes the rules as they go, so it could be a no-DQ one. But as of now, tradition says that there is disqualification. My thoughts, and again, it seems like uh, everybody could interfere. My thoughts is he comes down to quote-unquote help Kurt Angle and ends up costing him and ends up somehow getting him eliminated. You know what I mean? Right. I could see that. But I don't... I mean, like I, I said, I could, we'll I could make him, an excuse. Though. I could make an excuse for anybody to make a run in. And like I said, we still have a kickoff He'll match get to go. Kurt and I would assume that he's... for throwing vegetables at Shane McLean. <laughs> he would. The fucker would. <laughs> uh, Rusev. Rusev is a big name. He's been on every show leading up to this, and he's not on here. Eh. Anything? I like Rusev. Eh. He's not really needed. I don't see him showing up. Neville. Neville is a big name in 205 Live, perhaps the biggest right now. He's not on here. Do you think we see a 205 Live guy show up? Didn't Neville walk out and not come back? Yeah, that's right. So I've no. already forgot what the fuck's happening in WWE. <laughs> really, man, it's friggin' my head's all over the place. Yeah, that's it's been a big story. We've talked about it multiple times. Uh, I was just going through. He's still on the roster. I went through the roster and picked out names that I thought were big that aren't on here. So that's me. That's me doing shit at the last minute and not thinking of it. Because I did this while you and I were talking, actually. Mickey James. That's probably the biggest female name that isn't on here. Nah. Nope. And uh, what about the good brothers? You see no. the good brothers make a good appearance? No. All right, because both AJ and uh, Finn Balor are going to be here tonight. But no. All right, so let's move on to Survivor Series. Uh, we've been going now for an hour. Yeah, we've gone on for an hour now. So we'll try to, we'll see where this brings us. We'll try to do this pretty quickly. We're going to start at the, at the 
important ones and go down. Oh, yeah. This is again in WWE's order. <laughs> they have the main event right now as the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar versus WWE Champion AJ Styles. Pacey White, anything can happen. Well, well, you know what? Before we do go go farther, I do want to say something that I said earlier. Nothing in this whole fucking pay-per-view matters. There is nothing on the line. It was uh, on Raw. Um, Stephanie McMahon came out to chastise Kurt Angle, and she said, don't you realize what's on the line? And I fucking waited for her to say. And she didn't. And I'm like, I don't know what's on the no. line. Weeks ago, she said, if, if Team Raw loses, Kurt's fired. That's what's on the line. She, well, she she kind of insinuated that one time, but they've never talked she about it, it since. So I don't think that that's actually part oh, of the storyline. It'll be in the story promo. I guarantee it'll be a big thing in the story promo. How come they, they haven't talked? Like, usually the, the announcers beat it over the head, and but, they have uh, backstage segments up constantly, and they haven't talked about it at all. With the addition so of Triple know, H, should so, line up. Raw's not losing this one. That's a guaranteed. So even even so, though, um, like, the, but like nothing's on the line. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so for Kurt Angle himself, let's say that his his uh, his 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 job is on the line. But for, I mean, for the team of Survivor Series, nothing's on the line for them. None of the champions, nothing's on the Showing line. Who's like, the dominant on the brand, line. that's on the line. But what does that get you? I mean, as of, so once so once this pay-per-view is over, two what weeks down the line. Loses and Vince makes Raw it. Tuesday Night Raw and Monday Night SmackDown. <laughs> Holy See, now shit. that would be something on the line. <laughs> but as of now, like, that's, that's the biggest problem I have with this. As of now, you could miss this whole show. And other than missing good matches, you would not miss anything storyline-wise. Other than 205 Live. Because there's, there's a championship match for that on the kickoff show. That's the only thing that I kind of harp on about this. Don't get me wrong. The matches, all almost all of them look amazing. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. It's just that it means nothing. It literally means nothing. It's a throwaway pay-per-view. But... You know, 10 years later, when you go back and watch it without any storyline, you'll love every match. So that's cool. I dig that. Sorry, that was my little bitch. So uh, champion versus champion, Lesnar, AJ Styles. Where are you at on this, Pasty? What are your thoughts? Um, I really think AJ deserves it right now with all that he's done for the company. And I think that's why they kind of put him in this spot. And I got to go with my heart here and say AJ Styles is going to somehow win. Nice. I I could see him winning. I and I logically, no I really want to say Brock Lesnar, but with everything AJ's done, I think they owe him something. I'm with you. I I think logically, I think Brock Lesnar. Um, the nice thing about nothing being on the line for any of these matches means they could literally go any way. Every one of these matches, they could go any way. I don't want to see this end in a non-decision, though. You know what I mean? I don't want to DQ. I want it to be, like, legit. I worry that's going to happen. You know, what I, you know what I do want to see, though? I want to see... I want to see Brock Lesnar go for a suplex. AJ Styles flip over. 
and like maybe flip over to the side rail and give him a phenomenal forearm or something. I don't know. I want to see something cool like that. I want to, you know, he's going to flip over at least one of those suplexes, oh, like yeah. flip over and land on his feet. Yeah. It'll be cool. It'll be. I cool. want to see, I want to see Lesnar take a fucking, um, <laughs> that's not happening. Look, it is. What, it I'll will be happen. impressed if he does it. If he can get his fucking legs around those giant shoulders, <laughs> It'll be um, it'll be awesome. Yeah, they could happen. I'll mark out so hard if he does. Oh yeah. Even if he just gets him in position, off the top ropes. There you go. That'd be insane. Um. So then WWE has the men's five-on-five traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Raw versus SmackDown. We don't need to name every contestant on here. I don't feel. Um, what do you think? Uh, like I said, uh, Team Raw, I think, basically has to win it or Kurt Angle's fired, and there's no point in Triple H being added to the match. Uh, it, it is uh, something to note that uh, last year, SmackDown... And they have Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe. One. I mean, Finn Balor's great, too. But that team seems to be... Severely one one sided in comparison to Team SmackDown. Well, you got John Cena and Randy Orton, two people that are not known. Shinsuke Nakamura and Bobby Roode, two men who are both very new to the roster and will be treated as such in this match. (laughs) Granted, I can't wait to see Triple H and Bobby Roode get into a stare down because that's rivalry I'm dying to see. That that would be a good match. That's what I would I wouldn't mind seeing that at Mania. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, you know, I noticed earlier earlier this week, I was sitting here thinking about how old the Survivor Series match is. Like, like the ages of the contestants. But when I sat and looked at it, it's exactly five uh, veterans and exactly five... I'll, I'll say new guys because they're new to WWE. Yeah. Most of them are actually all veterans. But, um, but that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. You got Joe... Balor, Nakamura, Bobby, everybody's a veteran, and Strowman, and they're all they're all new to WWE. You know, they're all new up and comers. Yeah, they're they're new blood, if you will. And then you got five people from either the Attitude Era or the um, what they call it, the Ruthless Aggression Era or whatever. Yeah, Kurt Angle, Triple H, John Cena, Shane McMahon, and Randy Orton. So that's kind of cool. That also made me to think, though, how hypocritical WWE fans are. Because back in, like, 98, was it 98? When there was WCW versus WWE war, you know, and WCW would have matches like Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hogan. Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan are like Finn Balor is now when they had that match. And people called it Age in a Cage. You guys want to watch Age in a Cage or do you want to watch our stuff on WWF? And it's like, how hypocritical are WWE fans nowadays? Finn Balor's the same age as those guys. And it's like, shut up. I don't know. That's just me. So you're going Raw. I'm yeah. going SmackDown. I think SmackDown's it. Um, number one, they got Super Cena. That doesn't mean shit. Number two, 
Number two, um, with me thinking Brock Lesnar's winning the universe, the, the title versus, or not title versus, but champ versus champ match, I honestly think these are the two quote-unquote main events, and SmackDown and Raw aren't going to win them both. But now you, on your side, have it the same way also. You have SmackDown winning the champ versus champ and Raw winning that. So we both agree with that, that the same team isn't going to win both main events. Mm. So I'm going SmackDown Live. I think it's SmackDown Live. I also think it's... um. I think most people are thinking it's going to be raw, so it's something that they can funk people out with. Tag champions versus tag champions. The Bar versus the Usos. You know, I want to bring this up now also. Three weeks ago or four weeks ago when we started talking about Survivor Series, I had mentioned how they were all heel versus heel matches, except one was face versus face. And that would have been, what, the Usos versus the Shield? And after all the changes they made, I think all of them, except for the one that didn't change, are opposite now. Um, it was heel versus heel with Lesnar and, and Jinder Mahal, but now it's heel versus face because you have AJ Styles. Yeah. Tag champs, the bars are heel. So now you got heel versus face with the bar versus the Usos. Women, it was Natalia versus Alexa Bliss, and they were both heels, but now it's Charlotte Flair. And the one that didn't change is still heel versus heel, which is the Miz versus Baron Corbin. I feel they did that on purpose. I feel well, that uh, they really realized shit was not going good. <clears throat> yeah, but that's not a, a um, champion versus champion match. But you are correct. Yeah. Um. So, tag match. Bar versus the Usos. The Bar. The bar. Boy, we're going to have a lot of content. It's going to be really interesting. Between you and I on these, uh, between TakeOver and Survivor Series, it's going to be interesting. Because I'm going Usos. I'm going Usos. And I think it is going to be a good match. It's going to be fast-paced. It's going to be wild. It's going to be hard-hitting. It's going to be everything we've come to expect from either of these two teams. I think. Oh, yeah. Moving on, The Shield versus The New Day. This one was kind of just thrown together at the last moment because they had three stars on each team that had nothing to do. But it's a match that I think everybody wants to see. So, yeah, go for it. Shield? Where are you at on The Shield? You think The Shield? Yeah. Uh, they just reunited. I don't see them losing their first real match together. Um. Not only, yeah, I was going to say, not only did they just reunite, this is the first time they're having a match together. So I would agree with you. They cannot lose their first match together, especially not against the New Day. The New Day is a great tag team and a great faction, but they're not, um, all three of those solo are not the same as all three of the Shield solo. So I don't see them losing that. Uh, Raw Women's Champion. Alexa Bliss versus SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. You know, I haven't read anything online lately, but I know there were reports that um, on SmackDown that Charlotte may not have even known Ric Flair was there, and he actually surprised her and got that that reaction out of her. If so, that would be really awesome. That would be cool. I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe, but they could have done it. Either way, it was heartwarming. What do you got? We got Little Miss Bliss versus the horsewoman herself. 
Bliss. Bliss. You going with Bliss, even after that whole uh, Charlotte gets her stuff back and she's with her daddy and the heartwarming crap? Yeah, because Bliss is the kind of one to shut you down when you're in that kind of a mood. That is true. Just ask Bailey. Um, I'm going with Flair because of all the, the, the good, the warm feeling and the I story that like she's just they, recently had. They made had. this card a whole lot better than it was three weeks ago, but I still think it's going to mostly be Ron a landslide. Mostly. Um, the other, actually, the other thing I have to mention, which I, I didn't think about till now, is Flair has that book out now, too. Charlotte Flair has that book out. So they could easily have her win just to help promote the book because that's WWE thinking. Yeah. But I'm going I'm going with Flair. You're going with Bliss. I'm loving it. I'm loving that we're very um opposite. The women's five on five traditional survivor series elimination match. We have Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Now I do wanna bring up here. I didn't bring it up on the missing from Survivor Series because we were running so low and whatnot. There were rumors of Paige returning at at uh, SmackDown or at Raw actually, and allegedly she was backstage. Then there was rumors that Paige was going to be the fifth member of this team, and she's not on here. She could still show up, but I have heard that she's already on their bad side again because when she was supposed to be coming to Raw, she was tweeting a bunch of stuff about being in town, and she was all over social media. Uh, given away that she was there and WWE was kind of pissed about it given that she's already on thin ice right the fact that she wasn't on Raw she wasn't on Smackdown and she didn't get I mean obviously if it was just going to be Natalia the whole time why would they have waited until today to announce it why wouldn't they have announced it when Charlotte won the title right you know, or why wouldn't they have waited till today to announce it? I have a feeling they had somebody else in mind. Now, I don't know that that was Paige. I was thinking it could be uh, Nikki Bella, who's scheduled to return anytime now. She's ready for a return. She was on SmackDown last. I thought it could have been um, Nikki Bella. But Natalia, I think, is fitting for... Um, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you What do you think? What do you think of the the Raw Women's or the Women's Survivor Series match? Um, I don't know. At first, I said this was gonna be the only one that SmackDown was gonna win. Well, Raw's really stacked. I mean, you talk about men's side being stacked. The the women's side on Raw is stacked to hell. Yeah, but Sasha Banks and Bailey ain't been so great lately. No, but they're big names. And Nia Jax is a beast, and Asuka is undefeated. Alicia Fox yeah, is the captain, surprisingly. It's basically is the only Asuka one. and a bunch of jobbers, though. Well, no, Sasha Banks and Bailey, despite how they've been, are main event women. They are main event women, just not in the Yeah, so they're the not jobbers. Well, they're, they, no, they're... they're if you ask who the the main women are on the main, on and the honestly, main roster, you would have to Bayley's say. And going to snap because she was picked last for the team. Right. 
You you think it's gonna be SmackDown and for the women, huh? Banks lost her match and Fox said, I gotta have you on my team. And and I think yeah, this is where Bailey snaps. <laughs> Naomi, Carmella, Tamina, and Natalia. The only name you have there is Becky. I guess I Natalia. Know. I love Natalia, but I don't Well, think no, like I'm saying, three weeks ago, I figured it was gonna be Team SmackDown to win this one. But now I'm I'm saying it's raw. You think it's raw? Yeah. R-A-W. Oh, that actually reminds me of something I was thinking about earlier. Um, could we see uh Carmella cash in her 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 money in the bank tonight? Yeah. She if could. If Bliss beats down Flair, she could cash in, beat Flair for it. Could she, can she cash in on Alexa? Cass is what are on the rules? Raw. WWE Cass makes is up on Raw, shit. and in the new episodes yep. of Total Divas, they're showing Cass and, and, and Carmella together. Are they together on there? So I think so, she okay. cashes in WWE on makes Bliss up their own rules. and jumps ship to the other show. Because this would be she the only way you could do it. Well, I mean, I guess allegedly if you can cash in on, on any champion, you could do it any night. Right. She could just show up on Raw. But at least she has a reason to be here tonight. And especially if she if she gets eliminated, even if SmackDown wins, which we don't think they will, if she gets eliminated from the Survivor Series match, she's going to be pissed. I think I think she cashes in. What would have been great is if she, she would have, if, if if they would not have gotten rid of Ellsworth, and she would have used her money in the bank to cash in on the United States Championship, and she had him fight for it, and he won it, but it was her title. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> what if, uh, that would be great, because that'd be very similar to him winning the women's <laughs> money in the bank for her. Right. What if she, what if she pulled a Seth Rollins? And she cashed in in the middle of the Alexa Bliss and, and Flair match and won both titles. Made it a triple threat match. <laughs> and since she's cashing in, the title's on the line. Right. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> I don't see it happening. She could walk out. No, I don't either. But but it's there. It is there. <laughs> it's <laughs> on the it's table. It's there. That would be... I wouldn't want to see it happen. I don't want the first person, the first woman to hold both of them to be... Carmella, but then again, I didn't want her to be the first Money in the Bank title holder either. But uh, we both got Raw IC Champion Miz versus U.S. Champion Baron Corbin. I'm not excited for this match. Probably my least excited match, but they should do okay. Where's your money, honey? Um, the Miz. The Miz. I mean, Corbin could easily you know, take it, and, and and it wouldn't hurt the Miz, and it would build steam no. for Corbin, but they've built steam for Corbin and then dropped the ball so many times. They've just been, yeah, they, they've been burying him lately now again. Yeah. Plus, I, I could see the Miz Taraj doing something to help him get it. They'll be on there. Oh, yeah. They'll be there. They will be there, Yes. And uh, the uh, kickoff match, Cruiserweight Champion Enzo More versus Kalisto. What do you think? Enzo. I don't care about it, but I'm going Enzo also. I do, again though, I do still expect one more match on the kickoff and one more on the main show. 
for a two-hour kickoff to only have one match just seems like way too much filler. And for a four-hour show to only have eight match or seven matches, even though two of them are the Survivor Series, that just doesn't seem like a lot. Well, it's usually seven. A for lot like of the matches are probably gonna one. be pretty fucking long. There, it's an epic lineup. It's a really good lineup. And I, I well, like that's a lot us old thing. Be but 20, 30 minutes at least. I can see Vince being like, "We gotta, we've gotta cut some time on the Shield versus the New Day so that we can have Elias Sampson have vegetables thrown at him. And Elias really... has to come out. Elias in the in the in the Good Brothers versus like you know Jason Jordan and fucking other people. I don't know. Something stupid. Ooh, could we see the Bludgeon Brothers? We could. They could they could debut at Survivor Series. I mean, like I said, there's at least one spot open for a match, even if it's on the pre-show. Which I, if, if I was WWE, Dude, I'm not going to have their Brothers match versus be the Fashion Police. That would be great. There you go. There you go. They could fit that in here. They could make that the potty break if they wanted yes. to. Put it in between the, the men's five-on-five five and right before the champion versus champion Lesnar-AJ. Do it. Yeah. That'd be cool. And you'd have to have an episode of Fashion Files earlier in the night to set it up. You could have it on the pre-show. And there's your there's your extra kickoff thing. It doesn't have to be a match. That could be your fashion police. Yeah, there we go. We're writing a show for him, man. We're, we're writing a show for him. <laughs> Oh, anything else you wanted to get out now? Uh, we have anything else we have to discuss? Um, Any more Puff Daddy names? No, I um did actually take the time to listen to the Stone Cold podcast Unleashed. Which one? The uh, 30 for 30 Ric Flair special, but it was on my drive home from work. I haven't listened to that work. one yet. So the entire duration of me listening to it had nothing to do with the Ric Flair 30 for 30 special. In fact, the part I listened to was basically Stone Cold and his wife trying to sell us things that they bought in excess that they don't want. Like a section of a sectional couch that doesn't fit. (laughs) And a truck he got as a promo deal or like a sponsorship deal when he bought another truck. Trying to sell it to the people listening. And that's that's so what he's selling a truck that was given to him. <laughs> yeah. So a guy who's a celebrity who gets trucks given to him is trying to sell to us hardworking folk <laughs> a truck that was given to him, even though he's going to get another truck given to How him. How do you think he affords a swig of beer for the working man? It's from the working the man's money. I was <laughs> I was listening to um 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 uh Robbie E. He was on Sam Roberts a like, couple months ago, and he said he just gets a hold of people and asks for free things. He's like, yep, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an athlete for TNA Impact Wrestling, and I've been on The Amazing Race, and I do this, and I do that. Can you send me stuff? He said some motherfuckers sent him a bidet. Free. He just asked for it, and they sent him a bidet. I want a fucking bidet. I was like, that's awesome. I, I, I hope Beefsticks gets big enough to where I can just... He said, I just go on Twitter to different companies. And then Sam's like, well, do they you know do they know that you're not like part of WWE? You're not the biggest guy that you're not this? He's like, who would fucking ask? 
He's like, if you go on there and tell them you're a celebrity, he's like, they don't know Impact Wrestling. They're just going to believe me that I'm big and that I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to sell their name. He's like, they just believe you. It's like, fucking hey, that you could live off of just doing that. Um, so have you watched the 30 for 30 yet? No, I haven't. Where is it on the network at all or do I have to look it up? I, I don't think it's going to be on the network. It's an ESPN thing. So just look at I I see I don't want to listen to the to anything about it until I've watched it. Yeah. So otherwise it seems kind of like Well, I the only reason I even tuned into his podcast is because it was the first like wrestling centered thing he's had on his show in months. Last week. Last week he had a really good one. It was him and Wade Keller talking about um in your house Canadian stampede from back in 1996. Oh, I didn't even see that. I it guess a, it was a really good one. A really good one. I liked it. Talked about getting his neck broke by uh, uh, Owen and all this shit. Yeah, it was a really good one. But that being that, I do want to see that 30 for 30. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Well, we'll have to check it out. We will. Anything else on this go home show? Um, trying to think. I was I was gonna have war games on in the background so I could see what's going on as we go because I knew it was gonna go past that and I yeah, but never then we did gotta, that. I My don't, TV's I see the whole spoilers aspect of that. I don't want to do that to people. Oh, I didn't mean I'd say what happens. I just wanted to keep track of it. See, now, since it's already going to be 8 o'clock by the time we're done, I don't even know that I'll start How's it because I want to be in bed. time we're done if we're done already, son? Because, man, it takes me a while to move. I'm an old man. Unless you have to piss your shit. I, I'm surprised it hasn't happened this shit. episode at all. Yeah, don't want to don't wanna crap my pants. Can't do that twice in a day, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do that twice in a day once is enough oh i i think i'm done i think this is good for our for our special we 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 discovered we discussed a lot of stuff we didn't discover anything we didn't discover we discovered p diddy names we discussed a lot of shit have some theories have some predictions gave our two cents And possibly we'll be back, maybe. We don't know going forward what our schedule's going to be. There's a lot of stuff going on, so... You'll just have to keep be changing, your ears folks. to the clouds, um, folks. Just keep that in mind. You can always stream it. I mean, you can always stream it. And we'll always make sure to keep you up to date on when we're planning on doing the show on our social media. Yes. So get on Facebook, find us, and while you're searching for us, check out some of our past episodes that are shared from Stitcher Radio. Yeah, and one good thing about uh, Beef Sticks podcast, we are somewhat topical to where we are. We're somewhat, you know, timely where we talk about what's coming up, the pay-per-views, all that. We we talk and bullshit so much, though, that you can go and listen to our show. And it doesn't matter if it's been two, three months ago, five months ago. You're going to be entertained. You're going to be entertained. There's more. Just yesterday. Bob Saget released his all-new comedy special, Zero to Sixty, and goddamn it, it's hilarious. What's it on? 
it's on it you can watch it somewhere it might be coming to dvd the, the album just released yesterday i know i i listened you to it listen on to spotify it? yeah on the way i home. love bob Saget. he's so good. he's the illest motherfucker in a cardigan <laughs> sweater and i was he actually just, just he talking better, about his stand-up just talking about his stand-up the other maybe two three weeks ago i didn't even know he had a new one coming up he's the he's the reason i know who schmeagle is is from bob Saget. that's how i learned who schmeagle is from one of his bits no, it's a really, good, really good special, and I would definitely recommend either finding it to watch it or, or listen to it. Like I said, it's on Spotify, so you can listen to that shit for free if you really want to. I might check that out. I, lo- I love Bob Saget. Just fucking It was so him. worth it. Claire. I don't think I ever laughed so much. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Not a lot. Not probably not as much as you. But I listen to quite a few podcasts in addition to my necessary music diet. And, uh... Yeah, that's the most I've laughed on the way to or from home ever, probably. So Right. Good shit. I'll have to check that out. out. It's also, called Zero to Sixty. Yeah. Also, uh Bare Naked Ladies released a new album. That's fun. And uh yeah. T Pain has a new album. Oh my gosh. It's uh Ass. T-Pain in my ass. It's not too terrible, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I had to listen to it, because you know me, I, I'm i already starting to compile my best albums of 2017. And, right. Uh, uh, that's a daunting task I try to do every year. Last year, pretty much sucked for music, so I didn't really do it last year. I did it for 2015. I'm doing it for 2017, and oddly enough, you're going to have a lot of repeat artists for my top 10 of 2015. And, um, I'm definitely hoping, well, you want to crack a little bit of an egg here? Um, I suppose we can tell them we're, we're, we're working on it. We are, uh, definitely, we're, we're in the works of it. definitely mulling around, bringing you guys an all-new show from Cloud Style Broadcasting. All new. And I'm hoping... That this can be featured on that one week. I definitely... That would be great. That would be awesome. I listen to a lot of music. I, I'm a musician. I'm very critical of music. And so I feel like when I say this is good music, a lot of people will agree with me. And, right. um... Yeah, no. I haven't really been able to make myself as public as I've wanted to the last few years. And I would definitely love to be able to get this out to you guys on a little something new. We're not going to say Well, you know, much. one thing... One thing I always say about music is there is no bad music ever anywhere. There's no bad music because every music that's been made, somebody loves it. Somebody enjoys it. Nobody made it if they don't like it. So all music is good. It's just you might not enjoy it, but there is no such thing as bad music. (coughs) All music is good. That's, That's something that's great. Whereas movies, there can be bad movies. Not all movies are good. Right. Some movies <laughs> I mean, are so movies... bad they go down in history and are more famous than a lot of really good movies. <laughs> right? Such as The Room or Plan 9 from Outer Space. <laughs> the Star Wars um, or tro- special. <laughs> Trolls 2. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess movies are an art form all, but I find music is more of an art. Than, than movies. Yeah, I no, think movies, no. Uh, you don't really you can bear a person's soul why through a movie bad or good. so much unless you're watching like Forrest Gump. 
Not really. Yeah, uh, even that. <laughs> well, the guy, oh, I mean, no, the, the guy that wrote Forrest Gump can't stand the movie. He said it's horrible. I love it. And that's the guy that wrote it. But that's you know? just me. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. <laughs> I really but, like yeah, Castaway, um, too. We do have, we are making moves. We are going to have a new show coming up. We don't know how soon. We're hope, We're trying to get it sooner than later. But between all the stuff happening in our personal lives and trying to get stuff going... And the um, new schedule I, this changes. This one's probably... we got a lot of yeah, yeah. We do, we do. Um, there's a good chance this one might not be live, but that's okay. Um, so we'll see. And it probably won't be a three-hour show like Beef Stick started as. It'll it probably be a shorter be. kind of show. But when you say it's not live, I'm like, oh, we can hit and run record throughout the week. We can talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, we can, we can, we can make it work one way or the other. Yeah, and you can edit out the bullshit, like when we're I gonna, stuck on we're words. gonna get it to y'all, right? <laughs> we're gonna get it to y'all. Don't worry. We're making moves. We're not just resting on our laurels. And there should be a new Fantastic Fables coming out pretty soon. I've missed two weeks on that, but again, I've had a lot of personal stuff going on. Um, I got it about halfway done. I just haven't gotten much farther than that. So that's what I got. We've, we're at uh, two hours now, an hour and a half now. There we go. Hour that's, and a half now. That's, so about that, perfect. that's good. That's solid. Thank you, folks, for that's tuning for in this week. We hope you have a great pay per view weekend. We look forward to Love sharing like our opinions up. and perspectives with you next week. Of course. And it should be interesting next week because of how much different. I'm really going to have to pay attention to, to who won and lost stuff because you and I have so so differed uh, picks on this one. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's great. Even if I, even if I get my ass handed to me, it's just great. Just really great. So, all right, man. All right, With that folks. being said, have a good evening. Yeah. I never know what to say. Yeah.